he is a Trump lover, and it's not necessarily that it has anything to do with Trump or Biden or anything here. But what are you supposed to do when the person that you love is completely different sides of your political beliefs? Like, can you get into a relationship and stay in a relationship if you're that separate when it comes to the politics? Let's discuss that on Election Day here on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer, a feel-good podcast. Again, we're going to talk about politics today, but I think it's for a pretty good reason. I'm not going to really get into the nitty-gritty of it all. Hopefully, you're going to get out and vote, though, here on Election Day. Uh, this, If you're brand new, welcome. And this is a feel-good podcast that I do with my mom. It's three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud, and you do the same. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host. Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. So today we're going to talk about the election because it is election day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tomorrow, though, we're going to do the Certified Mama's Boy post-election day non-political show, uh, (laughs) which is basically going to be like a little bit of break from everything else going on in the world. Because honestly, you know, when it's I don't know how to record Wednesday's show right now. I really mm-hmm. don't. I remember the feeling in 2016 mm-hmm. and having to walk into the radio studio, not quite sure what to say and what to do, uh, because it was, I think, such a big surprise for a lot of people, not for everybody, but I, in California especially, it was a big surprise. And so not quite knowing the words to say. And I've already got to do one show on election, the day after the election. And so I was like, you know what? There's going to be enough shit like that going around mm-hmm. the day after the election. So, Tomorrow, what we're going to do is what I'm calling yeah the, the post-election day um, non-political special, which is going to be basically just a bunch of moments in Kramer history where we're going to come on and just just like just goofy. It's not going to seem anything like post-election day, no matter if you're happy or you're not happy. It won't matter. You can come and you can just relax. And because like I don't know how to do a show the day before and like mm-hmm. come on the next day and actually like we don't know what happened. It's just going to be weird. So yeah, I'm sure Thursday's show will be able to reflect a little bit, but just know tomorrow, that's the deal. Today though, we're going to talk about it because today technically is election day. Um, Mom, you have already voted. I have already voted. Mm-hmm. Um, I Now obviously we're recording this show also early because we don't even, it's, it's so hard to do real time stuff on here, right? Because mm-hmm. you just don't know. Uh, this is out today, though. Uh, according to a new poll, 46% of Americans plan to chow down on junk food to help them deal with the election stress. 26% of people said they'll be drinking beer on election day. Mm-hmm. 23% of people will be downing wine. 15% of people turn to hard liquor. Um, uh, 13% of people said they're going to consume, quote unquote, cannabis products on election day. Uh, how, mm-hmm. Mom, how are you feeling now that we're, you know, Technically, for us, it's a couple days before the election. But mm-hmm. how are you feeling about this? Um, I'm trying not to worry about it. Yeah. In fact, I just read a little article that I'll share if you want about four ways to train your brain to stop worrying. Sure. You know, I think that um, worrying is just a useless event. It doesn't change anything. It only causes us great anxiety. And a lot of things we worry about, we either A, can't control, or B, never happen. Right. So um, I'm trying not to worry. I suspect that what we will do is take a walk 
spend time outside, be sure and exercise, and probably not watch too much TV. Right. I know. Well, you know that's not going to happen for dad. There's no way. Dad lives for this stuff, man. He lives for this stuff. I don't know. I'll try to encourage him, but just because he does doesn't mean I have to. (laughs) I don't know that I'm going to be able to not watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to to not watch this election um, as things start to roll in. I I don't think I'm going to be able to like turn a blind eye. And even if you try to, I think that you'd have to then stay off social media too, because it's not like not like anyone's going to be talking about anything else mm-hmm. other than the election, you know, right. tonight. Right. Um, well, try to minimize it. You know, try to make yeah. a promise to yourself to give yourself a break of. I'm, I'm probably a not going hours. to though. I, I can already feel myself just being exhausted that. because <laughs> I I just don't know how. I mean, honestly, will you? And you can text in over this because I'm genuinely curious. You can just text me. We don't have to make this part of the show or anything. But like, will you honestly be able to turn away from it tonight? Like, will you be able to take a break? Even if you're like, well, I'm not going to watch TV. Do you think honestly, like, you're not going to be able to check social media or anything, and then wake up on Wednesday morning and just say, "Yeah, that's cool." Hmm. I don't think anyone's going to be like that tonight. I really, I truly don't. This election is so contested. Um, well, yeah, that's what we did in 2016, though. In all fairness, I mean, we turned off the TV and went to bed and just waited until morning. Well, we I had to because it was getting so late. And that may be the case here, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember that. I remember that feeling. Uh, also, just so we're talking, so mom will have, have a cool article here in a second. But a new survey out today, too, says that the American Psychology Association finds that 68 percent of Americans say that 2020 presidential election is a major source of stress in their life. 76 percent of Democrats uh, say that the election is a significant source of stress and 67 percent of Republicans and then 64 percent of independents. 77 um, percent of people say the future of our nation is a significant source of stress. And that's up from 66 percent last year so if you're feeling a little uneasy today i think that's okay i think you got to give yourself some grace uh and again we don't talk about politics on this show like political points of view because i don't think that's what we're here for i think you can find a ton of podcasts that will be great like that but i do want this to be a place where you can come and feel like you're not alone with how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling a little stressed out today, I don't think I really, according to survey, don't think you are. So mom, what did you find? Um, well, th- there's this little article Four habits that will train your brain to stop worrying by Thomas Oppong. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says that, you know, speaking of surveys, uh, they surveyed 2000 millennials. I don't know what period of time this was or what year or whatever. Um, but it showed that the average respondent spent the equivalent of 63 full days a year worried and stressed out. Wow. That's like two months of your life lost to worry. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's a part of human nature, and most of us spend a lot of time worrying about different different things other than politics. We worry about money, our health, our work, our family, and so much more. But this guy says that... Um, he there's four things. The first one is to find your stop loss point. Give worry a limitation. And the general idea behind that strategy is to determine how much things you are worried about are worth to you and how much psychological turmoil you're willing to endure for their sake and what point you stop wasting mental energy on it. Right. Um, by giving it a limitation, you're not allowing it to control you but you become mindful about everything occupying your mind. You choose to focus on things that are important 
instead of things that you may be worrying about. Um, Acknowledge your worries, like you just said, and get them out of your head by writing them down. Mm. You know, just write them down. Sometimes things that, you know, you write down in your journals or whatever. I've done this exercise before with people. I can't do journals. I don't like, I don't, I've tried, we talked about this before. I can't, I can't journal. Doesn't do anything for me. Like, but I you just, can write. You don't have to. It just, it just it. doesn't do anything for me. Like this is my outlet. Like this is my. I found it. I know what it is. Like talking about things and like just bleh, uh-huh. um, is my way of coping with issues. Mm-hmm. And so God bless everybody that can write because I just it's just I've got it. Like I said, a million. I've talked about this before. I've got a million journals. That people give me been like, hey, this is it. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I've done this worry exercise in a group before where we wrote down the things that were worrying about us, uh, worrying us, and we put them all in a little vessel and we lit them and we burned them. That's cool. And we let them just go out into the universe instead of in our heads. Um, So that's something you might want to try. Um, And then he says the third thing, there's only four, is to shift your worry from long-term problems to daily routines and actions that will solve the problems. Um, be proactive. I, mean, be proactive I don't, know that's, about, I don't know that's really relevant for the election because you only have, <laughs> there's not a short term or a long term. There's four years, you know, yeah, depending on but, how you look at it. Yeah, but they're not in your, con- it's not really in your control anymore. Yeah. So you have to change your attitude about it. Right. Um, so, you know, instead of worrying about, you know, things focus on healthy alternatives. Think on uh, focus on things you can change and get outside in nature. And then he says to interrupt it. If, if you worry excessively, find productive activities that can easily distract your process. Keep busy, mm. get up, get moving. Let's all exercise on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever we need to, um, to release those positive endorphins. Right. Um, anyway, you know, there you go. Yeah, we just don't need to worry. Um, easier said than done. Easier said than done. I know. I just I hate when we say that. I really hate that. I hate that phrase so much. Just don't, don't worry. worry. Like you're, you're gonna don't worry. worry. Be happy. Yeah, like it's gonna happen. <laughs> like I just, as someone that struggled with anxiety their whole entire life, when I hear the phrase, just don't worry about it. Like mm-hmm. it just it like gets under my skin. Mm-hmm. So. It's okay. Like I again, I want to just reiterate today that I want you to walk away with today's podcast is like it's okay to be a little uneasy today, mm-hmm. and don't feel like you can't because it's big. It's today's a big day, mm-hmm. and um, no matter what side you're on, it's a big day. Mm-hmm. Um, today will define a lot yes. in the next four years to our lifetime. You know, depending right. on how things go. So, anyway, that's enough of that for now. We're gonna get back to the to politics here in a couple seconds. I wanted to actually play something from the radio show because we talked about this a little bit, um, a little bit ago. Um, and it was so cool. And I thought today might be a good day to, to bring this on. So, okay. We told you there, uh, we did the story in the good news the other day about the 102 year old woman from, from Maryland, whose name is, uh, Millie Bailey. Mm. And she is a, a vet and she is, um, she's gotten all kinds of awards just because she's a really positive person. She lives right here. She lives about 20 minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. And so we searched and we searched and we searched and we finally were able to get her on the radio show. And I thought we could play it today because at 102 years old, a woman, and the reason that she had made the news again while we found her was because she was, um, um, 
she had just jumped out of an airplane, skydived mm-hmm. for the first time at 102 years old. Mm-hmm. So I want to actually play a, a segment of the radio, uh, the radio show. In case you don't listen to the Kramer and Jess on demand show, then uh, here, check this out. We are so happy, Miss Millie, to get you on here. Thank you. We were trying to figure out: Do we call you Miss Millie? Do we call you uh, Miss Bailey? What What would you prefer? It doesn't matter. A lot of people call me Millie for my middle name, Mildred. Uh-huh. And then some people call me Miss Millie. doesn't matter to me. I, I think I think I'm going to go with Miss Millie. You just seem like a Miss Millie to me. Well, uh, congratulations on jumping out of the plane. Yes. <laughs> Tell us, what is it? what does it feel like to jump out of a plane for those that have never done it before? Well, I don't know how to describe it. I think I had envisioned that you'd be perpendicular and you'd be going down straight. <laughs> and at one point when the wind was tumbling us, I felt like I was by myself. And I thought, where'd the parachute go? <laughs> and of course, I'm strapped to him. I got confused. I never got scared, but I got oh. confused there. But it was a wonderful experience. It's, it seems like it. I'm, I'm sure it had to be, especially at 102. I could not do that at age 37, so I give you oh, a lot yes. of credit. You could if you wanted to. Oh, with, oh. with that kind of motivation, Miss Millie, I bet I could. Miss Millie, is there anything else on your bucket list that you want to do still? The only other thing is I still would like to meet Michelle Obama. Oh, my I met gosh. the president in 2015. And when I went to the White House, she wasn't there. And she left a nice letter for me, which he gave me. So I'm still hoping that I can get that off my bucket list, meeting Michelle Obama. Wow. We have a lot of people that listen to this radio station. So if anybody listening has a great connection with Michelle Mm -hmm. Obama, you need to let us know because we need to make this happen, (laughs) right? We are. We're talking to Miss Millie Bailey, 102 years old, lives in Columbia. Just got a lot of notoriety because she just jumped out of a plane for the very first time for skydiving. Miss Millie, at 102 years old, do you have any regrets in your life? Not really, because I have a theory that I've lived by, and it, I think it helps me. And don't worry about anything that I have no control over. And if you started worrying about things that you might have done, that's sort of a waste of time. Mm. But I live by that idea that I'm not going to waste time worrying about anything that I have no control over. Well, in 102 years, Miss Millie, what do you think the most important thing that you have learned is? I try always to do something that might benefit people who are less fortunate. That's uh, one of the things that I have tried to do for many, many years. I try to tell people, when you go to get your groceries, get a few extra things and take them to your local food bank. Mm. Because as Jackie Robinson is quoted as saying, that life has no importance if it has no impact on any other life. Mm. And I think that's extremely important and extremely true is too many people think you have to have a lot of money to make any contributions they forget that small things add up you are such a, a bright person on the face of this earth we just appreciate you for all that you've done in your 102 years and we're going to call you back on your 200th birthday okay <laughs> 
Let's just say we'll we'll put that on hold. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Miss Millie. Thanks for making time for us, Millie. We appreciate you. Well, I, I'm happy that I was able to talk to you. And same here. Have a great day, okay? Thank you. Bye bye. I think it's cool. I, at 102 to like oh. not worry about anything. Like that's I, what amazing. You, you survived it all, man. You made it a hundred <laughs> years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I just I thought she was really cool and really motivational. Might feel good for uh, for today. Uh, and don't forget too, if you ever want to listen to the radio show and it's way too early for you, you can always listen to if you're whatever podcast app you're on right now. You can just search Kramer and Jess um, on demand. Kramer and Jess on demand, and subscribe to that. And every day we'll have a like about a 30, 40 minute show for you. You can just digest. No music or commercials or anything. So and I bet if you had asked her how much she worries, she would have said. Very little. <laughs> well, mom, she actually said that. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't hear the clip. I'm don't, sorry. yeah, don't ruin the week. You, you can't actually hear the clip. Oh, thanks. Okay, well, you can take that out. <laughs> <laughs> don't give away our secrets that we can't actually my, hear the clips live. Right. Okay. To my point. <laughs> Keep it up. Um, okay. Speaking of podcasts, though, I do want to mention this because this was so freaking cool. Over oh, the weekend, I found okay. out that you guys had made our uncensored podcast uh, to right at the top of the charts with Certified Mama's Boy. Now, if <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about, we have a um, – there's this, this thing that we strive to be on every month, which is the um, uh, Podcast Magazine Hot 50 list. And honestly, what does it mean for us? Not a ton. It's just a little bit of an ego stroke. Uh, and honestly, I too, what it means is that like – it just kind of shows the passion behind this show. So like when we were to go, when we go to advertisers, even new listeners and they're like, what is this certified mama's boy show? <laughs> it's like, holy crap, they got enough people. And we're, we're beating out huge podcasts on there. We're beating out crime junkies. We're be, there's uh the Dak Shepard podcast. We beat them out. I, um, I haven't seen Joe Rogan on the list, which means he may not be rooting for it, but mm-hmm. I, I just, the fact that like every month now for the third month, you voted certified mama's boy, the second biggest podcast in the country. I think that's just like unbelievable. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Now it was a massive surprise for me when I, uh, Jeff Dollar actually texted me on, I guess it was Friday, uh, when the list came out, he stays on top of it. And Jeff Dollar's podcast has been number one for the last five months. So for almost half a year now, he stayed number one. (laughs) Totally. And I think, I think that, you know, a lot of you guys vote for him too. So that's a big congratulations to you. uh, And and, and thank you for helping him out because honestly, without Jeff, there would be no certified mama's boy. So we try to support his podcast and he tries and honestly, like his, a lot of his people come vote for us too. And a lot of you guys are crossover people. So (laughs) it's a great little partnership podcast that we have, but you can imagine my surprise then when I, got texted the the Hot 50 list from Podcast Magazine on Friday. And on there, number three was Kramer and Jess Uncensored, <laughs> which is the other podcast that Jess yes. and I just started a couple of months ago. And honestly, so what happened was I came on here, it was like, I guess last month, and I was like, hey, it'd be really cool if you guys, because when you vote for Podcast Magazine, there's three different podcasts you can vote for. And so I'm like, hey, listen, when you're on there, if you could also just type in Kramer and Jess Uncensored, along with our friends over at The um, the Upside, like they, those can be the three podcasts. Because we had just started the radio show, and I was like, it'd be really cool to show 
this, you know, these people that we're working with that like we got seen that we got some amazing people that follow us. Like we got an amazing mm-hmm. crew behind us. And so I but then the chart came out for October and we weren't on there. And I was like, okay, like it's fine. And I kind of just let it die because like it I don't I don't know. It's it's still so new, you know, and like I just obviously wanted to focus certified mama's boy has so much um, what's the word like uh, momentum behind it that I was like, we'll just focus on that. And that it's fine. The, the other podcast can be the other podcast. So you can imagine how shocked I was then when I logged in <laughs> and I saw that, uh, or when Jeff texted me and I saw that you guys had voted Kramer and Jess uncensored is the number three biggest podcast in the country and podcast magazine, which is just like, wow, holy crap, holy <laughs> crap. So honestly, what I did was I had to ask Jeff the question because Jeff's podcast, The Upside, is about four to five times bigger than our podcast, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a really massive audience. I mean, Jeff was on some really big morning shows and was part of a um, uh, his last show. He was on the Burt Show, syndicated throughout the country, probably 10 different cities. So he's got – not only was he on a massive show, a couple of different massive shows, he also was in a bunch of different cities syndicated. So his audience is, is – m- significantly bigger than ours but with that said i know that his audience is like is just like ours like they're super like you know i i I feel like if i can ask i'm hey can you guys all go adopt elephants you know it's it's (laughs) elephant adoption day and i need somebody to like just just three people that listening if you guys can go adopt elephants today that'd be great i know like you would do it because yes we have this bond with each other so and jeff's show is the same way and that's why i think we stay so high on these charts is because we've we're not just talking about nonsense like we're like we're connecting, you know, like you yes. and I and my mom and Jeff. And now with Jess's podcast too, with me and Jess, like we're all just connecting on like such a different level over nothing. Like the mm-hmm. podcast is about nothing at all. Like if people ask like, what's this podcast about? Like live, laugh, love your mom. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> I don't even know. It just sounds kind of cute. So um, we don't, we just, we just, we just connect and we just share and we just share our lives. And so I asked Jeff the question. I was like, did you, did you tell your people to go do this? Because I knew that like if, if he had his people do it, they were already voting for his show. Most likely that was probably the boost. He said, I did not mention it one time. Really? So the fact that you guys, I always wonder too, like wow. with certified mom, with his audience being so much bigger and he's encouraging mm-hmm. them to vote. Like, can we pull our own weight if we didn't have Jeff, which I, mm-hmm. I think the answer is no, but. Um, <laughs> Let's don't test that. Yeah, we're not going to test that theory. We, we need each other. We need each other. Um, but we, but the fact that he never mentioned it, and then you guys voted a third biggest podcast. I just want to say thank you. I don't know. There's like the I don't know if I have like the right words for it. Other than like, it's just so freaking cool that three podcasts about literally nothing can be the three biggest podcast in a magazine that's nationally, you know, distributed. It's just mm-hmm. like holy crap. And I want to share this with you too because I. So I text Jess. Well, I actually texted everything, um, everybody from my work. I texted my GM and my program director and just like telling them the news and they were really excited. But that text Jess on the side too. And I'll tell you what we, what we talked about. I said, I'm sitting here thinking about how cool it is that um, we have such a diverse listening family that we've created out of all the podcasts in the country and a lot of big name podcasts on that list. Um, we have formed such a bond with them that they're able to get out and support us the way they do. I'm really proud of us and really proud of them. Good work. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, the coolest thing about this too, is that we're, we're just being us literally. That's mm-hmm. it. 
And that is what has resonated despite all the, um, and, and, and I'll skip that part. It's just some behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, we stay true to who we are and I'm happy. Um, I'm happy I'm here with you. Love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just cool. I, anyway, I, we've, we've probably like, I blabbed too much about this, but I really just want to show my appreciation and know that like this really means a lot. And thank you for supporting a podcast about nothing. So it does. And and especially during these crazy COVID times, it's so refreshing just to share conversation with people, right? Yeah. And to hear your yeah. stories too, you know, and like, yeah, it's, and to hear it's their stories. And, uh, yeah, exactly. It's just about building wonderful community and relationship. It's fabulous. Love it. Yep. So thank you again. And let's go ahead and start voting for December because here we are. <laughs> now we got two podcasts to worry about staying on Someone top. Someone asked so. about that. On, I know. Yep. You can start. Vo- I honestly don't know when the voting starts and stops because the list came out. Let's see. It was Friday, which would have been the 30th. Uh-huh. So I don't know when it starts and when it stops. But let's just go ahead and start voting. Let's just, you know, what you got a few seconds. Text the word vote to 888-Kramer8. Upside Vote for Certified Mama's Boy. Vote for Kramer and Jess Uncensored. And let's just like, let's just show them. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. That's the, that's the one vote you should be worried about today because you know what's going to happen <laughs> if we fall off that chart for my mental oh, health. Oh, no. It's not going to be good. We're going to have to have a lot we of self-doubt for a little bit. We'll be sobbing. Oh, yeah. my. <laughs> not good. Okay, let's go ahead and get to our quote for election day, Mom. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. My phone just went blank. Hang on. A little technical difficulty here. Okay. This is Mary Inglebright. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change the way you think about it. Yeah. That's what we're going to have to do. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And to always remember that no matter what, we still live in the greatest country in the world. I will say that. I mean, I know that let's let's just talk like kind of bipartisan here. Is that what the word I'm looking for? Are you yeah. looking at both sides? Okay. Yeah. Um, I no matter what, no matter who wins the election tonight or tomorrow, or whatever, mm-hmm. I can you imagine just being appointed somebody? Mm-mm. Like I well, must let's let's like think through this for a second. Because I do th- I really do think America is the greatest country on the face of the earth. I Absolutely. really do. I mean, we we have so many freedoms that like other places would look at and just be like, wow, holy crap, that's amazing. Yes. Um, the fact that like women can vote, like just that alone, like holy crap, you know, or the fact that like that you we have all can and vote. we all can vote. You know, right. you're not just giving somebody, it's not a family thing, like because imagine, okay, just imagine this. Imagine like the, the whatever side you're politically against. Let's imagine that was a family that was in power and that that's just it. So like mm-hmm. if you're if you don't like Biden and like mm-hmm. forever Biden's family is kind of like mm-hmm. in power, it's like, oh well. Yeah. If you don't like Trump, like think about like Trump's family in there forever, and there's mm-hmm. nothing you can really do about it. Like every four mm-hmm. years we get a chance to like reset. Yeah. So that's cool. So you get, just keep that. You, I think you just gotta like just like take all that into account. Is like thank God that we get the ability. Yes. To to do what we do and yes. to have a vote. And as long as it's not rigged, <laughs> right. it is a real, real honor, real and honor to, to elect all of the officials that represent yeah. us. That's why our, our, all of our voices are so important. Right. And that nonviolence, I mean, is the way violence and hatred solves nothing. Love and acceptance do. 
Yeah. Um, so we just have to stay grounded in those thoughts and remember how really blessed we are. Totally. hundred percent. So mm-hmm. no matter what, it's going to be fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's go ahead and get to uh, ask my mom here in a couple of seconds. What are you supposed to do when you're dating somebody that's politically not aligned with you? She didn't realize it till maybe it was too late. And now what do you do? We'll talk here in just a couple of minutes on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Let's do Ask My Mom in a couple seconds. And, you know, what are you supposed to do if you're dating or hell married to somebody you're not politically inclined to? Uh, What do you do? We could actually use your stories on this here. And she'll she'll explain how this kind of got herself into this political rut here in a couple seconds. First, though, hi to all the certified fans. Thank you so much for all your support. Certified fans are people that donate uh, financially to this show, and we just really appreciate you. So every show, we take time to make sure that you know that you are appreciated and you are loved, and we are thankful for you. Um, Mom, um, you want to explain the benefits of of becoming a certified fan? Oh, sure. Well, first of all, it helps us to grow this podcast and hopefully get some help so that you don't have to work. (laughs) 24-7. And maybe even get some sleep. How nice would that be? Um, But but most of all, it really creates a community and a bond between us. And, you know, I talk about our Facebook fan fam all the time because I feel like I know all those people intimately. You know, we're sharing things daily that happen to us and our opinions and our our worries and our losses and our achievements and our accomplishments. Um, It's just such a great way to be connected to each other and to support a podcast that obviously you love. Well, we just, yeah, hopefully you do. At least like. <laughs> you don't have to love us. If you like us, that's fine too. So if, if you want to become a certified fan, text the word FANS to uh, to 888-Kramer8. I'll shoot you back a link. It takes all of maybe 20 seconds to sign up. So thank you to all of our certified fans. Special shout out to Harold L. Harold called the uh, called the voicemail the other day. He's oh. over in West Plains, Missouri. So, and I forget how yeah. Harold found us. I don't remember how Harold came across us. Now he told us a story about Harold. I can't remember. It's been like six months. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, thank you so much. Here's your, here's your bonus. Whoop, whoop. Here we go. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's get you as a certified fan too. Uh, just texting the word fans to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. Mm-hmm. All right. Ask my mom time. So ask my mom is an advice segment that we do twice a week. And I, uh, and really it's like, we can give our advice, but I think it's really cool when you call in and give your advice too, especially if you've been in a situation like this, because we don't have as much life experience as is like every, like all of us combined, you know, like right. the, exactly. the thousands of people listening to this podcast have a lot more life knowledge than just the two of us. So and an opinion, which is all we're giving, yep, right? Exactly. We share each other's opinions. So yeah. uh, 888-Kramer8, put that number in your phone so you always know it, 888-Kramer8. I feel like I said it enough times that probably you have nightmares about it. But um, so if you have – oh, by the way, if you have a, an Ask My Mom segment you want to do, you can always just email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com, thatguykramer at gmail.com. Here we go. I've actually waited on this pod – I mean this uh, – I got this a couple of weeks ago, but I've just kind of been waiting on it because I, will, I wanted to roll it out on election day says, Kramer, I need your help with this. I know that you and your mom seem like we're 
uh, like you're similar to me politically. I started dating a guy last April, and I guess I never took the time or we never took the time to understand each other politically. Obviously, the election has brought out all of those issues, and we couldn't be further apart politically. I mean, in almost every aspect. I didn't realize that he was a Trump lover, not just a voter, but basically everything he does, even the stupidest shit. And again, this is her word, so we're going to go with it. Uh, he will find a way to support it. I don't love Biden, but I will be voting for him. It has caused uh, too many problems between me and his family. I can't even go to their house for dinner anymore. We tried to go to the zoo the other day, and I had to act sick and leave because his dad kept saying the China virus. Uh, I don't even know what to do. Can we survive this if we are so politically different? Were you and uh, my ex-wife the same? And how about your mom and dad? I love you forever, but not Trump. Okay, her words. Uh, okay, I actually am really curious about this too. It's like, what do you do when you are not politically inclined in a relationship? And if that's you, you can call us up at 888-Kramer8. And the only relationships I want to focus on are like romantic relationships because like if you and your parents are different, whatever, like you don't, you may or may not have to live with them. It's just, you may just get annoyed over Thanksgiving coming up, whatever. But if like the person that you're spending your life with, or at least the largest majority of your time with is politically different from you, like what in the hell are you supposed to do? Like, how do you have conversations, especially on days like today? Mm -hmm. How do you handle this? So let's go back to the, the her point. She asked if me and my ex-wife were politically the same. Yes. I would say my wife was actually, ex-wife was probably actually a little bit more, um, uh, leaning that side than me even like she was pretty diehard. So, um, yeah, we didn't have any problems with that. I will tell you though, that I, I think I talked about this. I, I, I dated a girl and I found out pretty early on that who we voted for in the 2016 elections was different. And again, we talked what last week, I think about how try not to judge people by this, their political beliefs. Right. And for me, it's a real challenge. I struggle with that. And in that moment, yeah, like I pretty much had to just cut things off because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't, I, it just seemed at that point. Cause then that ball started rolling. It was like, well, how do you feel about this issue? How do you feel about this issue? And how do you feel about this issue? And it's like, we're just not even put anywhere near politically the same. And when politics have meant so much over the past four years, <laughs> and possibly it will. I mean, I'm sure it will. No matter who wins today, it'll be the same, just politically heightened for the next four years as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, mom, you're, you and dad are pretty much the same. Yes. And we have been. We've changed, yeah. you know, but we've grown um, the same way politically, which is nice. That doesn't mean we agree about everything related to politics. We certainly don't always. But, you know, I, I think, and I don't mean to make this sound simplistic, but really in, in a, a relationship, we have to think about the things that are important that we have in common, much more so than the things that divide us, and to give those things the greater weight and to try to hear each other, but to just agree to disagree on some things. I mean, you know, I've told you before that my best friend um, is on an opposite side politically than I am, and we've been friends, best friends, for 41 years. But we don't discuss politics. It's not important to us. 
because we we love each other and we have so many other things in our life that are enriching that we just don't talk about it. And when it was funny because when I was at her house uh, one time, her husband is, well, he used to be a state representative, so he um, he said, oh, let's see what so-and-so has to say tonight. And it was a network that I don't watch. And she just looked at him and very calmly said, not tonight, honey, not tonight. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, you know, he remembered. Right. And so we, we watched something that was, wasn't even political. Um, and but it I was think fun. it's different when it's a friend, you know, yeah. like I, I think it, when it's somebody, so my, just imagine for a second, and I mean, I want you to be honest, don't give me just the typical Nancy Yancey, mm-hmm. love everybody answer, mm-hmm. but let's just say, and we're just going to play hypothetical here. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that you were a huge, huge Joe Biden fan. Okay. Uh-huh. And dad was a huge Trump lover. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, loved everything he did. Like, yeah, wearing the hats and the, Mm -hmm. you know, watching the rallies and just all the time and just agreeing everything he did. Because, I mean, again, yes, the answer is just accept everybody for they are. I got it. Mm -hmm. But that's not Mm going to like not drive you effing crazy, right? (laughs) There's two different things between the right thing to do and what's going to drive you effing crazy. Mm -hmm. So what – what would you honestly do, mom? Like, like Like no bullshit here for a second. Yeah, I mean, I'm not BSing. What do you mean? I mean, I really, I just, I just can't imagine you because I know how you are politically. I know how yeah. the stuff fires you up. We don't want really to talk about it on the podcast again. It's not what we're here for. Yeah, but I can't imagine you just sitting back and being like, "Well, I love you." Like, no, uh, I don't believe uh, it. No, I express my opinion about it just like I do with some of my other friends. You know, uh, that I have disagreements with politically. Um, I express my opinion about it. And I would do this with your dad as well. I express my opinion about whomever. And yeah. I, would, I would listen to theirs and I would try to understand and then move on. Because we're certainly not going to get divorced over politics. Right. No. I mean, there are politicians that live, that are married happily to people on the opposite side. So, right. I mean, it's doable. You just have to keep in mind what's really important. And try to hear each other and move I, on. I think more so than ever, if you've never called this show before, today is the day to do it. Because I think that there's probably more than just one person that's in this situation. And then oh, what you. What do you do? What do you do? How have you done it? Did mm-hmm. it work? Did it cause stress? If it did, like how did you handle it? Mm-hmm. If you've ever been politically different than somebody else and that you've been dating or in a relationship with, please call the number today, 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. That's the last time that we will talk, Mom, before uh, before Thursday, I guess, for the... Well, um, and let me say, too, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing from people that got divorced over political views. I don't know right. what happens, but if it does, we, we, I mean, no matter what, we just want to hear how that turned out. If Because, I mean, I'm sure the last four years, if you've, if you've been politically different than somebody else... It's got to be a struggle. And then starting, you know, starting back on Wednesday, tomorrow, mm-hmm. like it's going to be another four years of it. So yeah. no matter which way it goes. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be a good thing for us to hear people that have actually gone through it. So the phone number 888-Kramer8. All right, mom, that's it for us today. I love you. Okay. Love you forever. We'll get to the good news and made me laugh, and then I'll say goodbye to you on your election day. So hopefully you will get out and vote. 
go over to Scranton, Pennsylvania, obviously, which is a swing state. So voting there is being taken very seriously. And if you live over in Scranton and that fine community and on Election Day, uh, if you need a ride to the polls, there's a, na- a woman by the name of Amber who has got you covered. She's going to be driving a 15 passenger van all around town just to take people to and from their polling places. The best part is she's not charging anything for it. So Amber says that she came up with this idea because she was thinking about all the people that must be struggling to get to the polls. I realized that not everybody has transportation, and I definitely think it's something that most of us take for granted. I take it for granted all the time. So, you know, when I think about voting in person, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, go down the street. Even with, you but know, not mail-in ballots and absentee option. ballots and all that, she still thinks that a lot of people are going to want to get out and cast their vote in person. So she's taking reservations on her Facebook page, and I'll <clears throat> link it over. I don't know. We have a lot of Pennsylvania. We do. Who's, who's our one Pennsylvania listener? Um... Da, 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 da. Why can't I think your name right now? Amy, right? Amy from Pennsylvania sounds right to me. So shout out Pennsylvania people. But I think just the gesture is is super cool for her to do. Uh, here's a really cool story that actually I think started in Texas. Well, it actually started in California, but this family's from Texas. So uh, this woman named Samantha and her 10-year-old daughter were actually over in Monterey, California, when her daughter Haley started to struggle as she was being pulled into out into the ocean. I was thinking, like, this is not happening right now. There's no way I'm actually getting pulled out. Um, and I was really terrified. I will never forget her face when she said, Mom, So help me. Samantha tried to swim out there, but she couldn't really do it. But luckily for her, this guy named Kevin, who was nearby, rushed in to help. He happens to be a competitive swimmer, and so he went out, he rescued Haley, and carried her back to shore before the lifeguard then kind of stepped in. But he, he like beat the lifeguard to the situation. In all the chaos, the mom only got Kevin's first name, so she actually spent months trying to track him down. Ultimately, though, they reconnected through a Facebook group, and so she was like, listen, I want to know more about you. Tell me everything. And just in their conversation, he told her that she, he had to cancel his wedding due to the coronavirus, so Samantha decided to set up a GoFundMe page for Kevin and his fiance to raise money so that they can eventually have the wedding of their dreams and the honeymoon. She said, if it wasn't for him risking his own life in such a selfless act, I would have lost not only my life, but my baby girl. She wrote on the uh, the fundraiser, the GoFundMe. Lord knows he deserves much more than this. And I'll put the GoFundMe over in the show notes so you can go donate. But I think that was a nice thing to do. The internet's so cool like that. I know we complain about the internet a lot, but the fact that you can like reconnect with somebody like that is like, what? Okay, here on Election Day, let's laugh a little bit, okay? Uh, Wyatt Sinek is a comedian, and he's talking about, like, why more people don't get out to vote, and he's not wrong. During the last presidential election, more people voted for American Idol than voted for President of the United States. And not, like, three more people, millions more people. (laughs) Like, basically, the leader of the free world is Jordan Sparks. (laughs) She's the biracial change we could believe in. And it makes sense when you think about it, because voting is a pain in the ass. Like, voting is such a pain in the ass. Think about it. You mean to tell me that if I want to vote for president, what I have to do is wake up a couple hours earlier than I want to on a Tuesday? I have a job I don't want to go to on a Tuesday. And not just any Tuesday, a Tuesday in cold-ass November. Like, it was just Halloween. I'm probably still hungover. And why do we do that? We do that to accommodate some farmers from a hundred years ago, which if they're still voting, they're vampires. (laughs) We need to destroy them. (laughs) 
Well, you could also vote after work. Oh yeah, I could go haul ass after work, go pick up my snot-nosed, hungry-ass children, and lock them in my car as I go inside a post office. Place I don't even want to go to when I have mail. I could do all that. Or I could just go home, sit down on my couch, pick up my phone, and for a couple of dollars, just vote for the gay kid on American Idol and hope they sing a song that changes the world. And I hope like, no matter what is standing in your way, you're still going to get out and vote. Or you've already voted. It's a big day. It's a really, really big day. And uh, like we said, if you're feeling stressed out today, it's okay. It's natural. There's a lot of people feeling the same way you are. Uh, tomorrow, don't forget, we have the post-election day uh, non-political show. So everything tomorrow is going to be kind of like a moment in Kramer history and just something that has nothing to do with anything political. And then Thursday, we'll come back for a regular show. So with that said, I love you so much. Have a fantastic fantastic day and we'll see you back here tomorrow for that special okay hey kramer this is amber in atlanta i am the fan slash listener who discovered that um your dad and my mom were next door neighbors growing up like right next door i really miss my calling as a private investigator i think but anyway i am calling about my mom um is also miss meteorologist and she gets all up in a tizzy about anything weather related. Uh, we've had a lot of bad storms and rain and wind and I knew ahead of time to go ahead and message her in the middle of the night to let her know that I still had power, that everything was good so that she wouldn't wake up in a panic attack blowing up my phone. You are not alone. Jimmy Mac and my mom were not only neighbors but also kindred spirits. Hey Kramer, it's Abby from Richmond Hill, Georgia. My husband is 40 and I'm 36 and we have a three-year-old. And there's definitely pros and cons to having a kid later. I mean, we're not super old, but definitely feel old sometimes. We just don't have as much energy as we maybe would have 10 years ago, but we're definitely more financially responsible than we were 10 years ago. Um, we are more established and, you know, just more mature, so. Uh, and we have had experience with our siblings having kids already, so we learned a lot from the way that they raised their kids. I think there's pros and cons to it, but mostly pros. We love our little guy so much. You're not too old, but you just have to make that decision for yourself. Uh, hope you're doing well, and have a great day. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.